Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. Guess what? You are not alone. Support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help you find a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. Churchescare.com. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more, wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there just waiting to meet you and you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Church's Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Seek Reality with your host, Roberta Grimes. Author and attorney Roberta Grimes will explore and illustrate how she, after an extraordinary experience of light in childhood, has discovered channels of communication to the afterlife and how these implications have an effect on our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Seek Reality, Roberta Grimes. Oh, hello, dear friends. This is, of course, Seek Reality, and I'm Roberta Grimes, and we have a great, great visit for you today. I think you're going to enjoy this. I'm so glad you could be here. There are a few people in the broad field of afterlife research that I've always wanted to meet. They're the pioneers, those who are going to have their names in the history books once the world understands what really is going on. And one of those people is Annabella Cardoso. She's a Portuguese career diplomat, and her longstanding interest in the field of electronic communication has made her a leader in this field that is only now really taking off. She began experimenting with instrumental transcommunication, or ITC, in 1998. In 2000, she founded the ITC Journal, and she's still its editor-in-chief. In 2005, she founded the ITC Journal Research Center in Galicia, Spain, and there, more formal scientific research into this field is now being done. In September of 2010, Annabella published Electronic Voices, Contact with Another Dimension, and that book also had an associated CD with examples of stuff that she had recorded. It was thrilling for me because that was the same month when The Fun of Dying was first published, so I felt I was immersing myself in this world. 
Her new book is Electronic Contact with the Dead. What do the voices tell us? And this is sort of as if you if if you if we you bred her first book and my first book, this is this would be their love child. Just saying. She talks about what the dead tell us through electronic communication about where they are now and what's going on. Dr. Irvin Laszlo, and he's another of my rock star heroes, um, said that this really ambitious book, oh yeah, no, his his book is ambitious. It's called What is Reality? Kind of a major topic. And he said about her book that it's a unique achievement of inestimable importance. He says the great, nearly unique virtue of Annabella Cardoso's book is that it tells us who we really are. It tells us clearly and without bias. It tells us the way it is. And wow, I think that's a very good <laughs> summary. I would say the same thing. This brief book, it's very thin. You can just read it in an evening. It's one of the most important that I have ever read. I'm thrilled to welcome Annabella Cardoso. I'm so happy you're here, Annabella. Thank you, Robert. I'm happy to be with you, too. Certainly. My, my great pleasure. I think people would like to know what got you started on this field because uh, you you were you were had a successful career as a diplomat. You were you were the first female Portuguese yeah. diplomat outside the country, right? You you had you've had a very good sort of day job it, career. Exactly, I was the first consul consul of Portugal, and it was in Providence, Rhode Island. Wow. Where yeah, where I, that was my first uh, posting, and I was the first woman consul, because until I started the diplomatic career, women were not allowed in the diplomatic career, so I was the first one, and I was consul in the States, in, in Rhode Island, um, many years ago, yes, <laughs> and, but, but still. But what made you want to do this? What got you excited about this field? Well, it's, it, it was really a series of circumstances. You see, I have a friend who had lost her only son, and she was very attached to him. And he died in a um, sailing accident right here in, in Vigo, where I have a house and where I normally am. And, um, and she, couldn't, um, she couldn't cope with it, and she tried to commit suicide some oh. some three or three or four times you know oh. so it was really very dramatic her husband um, uh, watched over her all the time but still she when she came to my house because she knew I was interested in the topic not of electronic um, communication but of of life beyond let's say in in, in general because I really had no uh, contact or never had before with the so-called paranormal phenomena. So, but I was interested, yes. So she came to my house. She had asked one of my um, staff if she could speak with me. And I said, yes, of course. And when she came, she, she, she really looked like a ghost, but in the, in the bad sense of the, of the word, because she... She weighed some 39 kilograms, you know, and very, very thin while she was rather tall woman. So she looked terrible. And I felt very sorry for her and for the whole story. And that's how, we, uh, how it started. 
I so, myself had, had uh, gone through, through grief, of course, like so many of us. But this was the real trigger. This uh, woman here in Galicia, the northwest of Spain, where I was posted also. We're, we're going to need years to take, after the state. Sorry? We're, Annabella, we're going to just need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear how you helped this woman with her grief. This is Roberta Grimes with Seek Reality, and I'm with Annabella Cardoso. We'll be right back. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Is it science or is it magic? Once a magical thing has been scientifically proven, is it no longer magic? Or is magic simply the science of tomorrow? Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, on The Science of Magic, a syndicated radio program dedicated to combining the science and magic of today's dynamic and controversial topics to co-create new solutions. By triangulating information from today's leading experts from the scientific and magical fields, we uncover expansive and evolutionary truths you won't find anywhere else. Join us daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview the shared thoughts with the amazing guests from both science and magic. The resulting knowledge is unprecedented. 
As a gift to you, the listener, past episodes can be accessed on our website free of charge at thescienceofmagic.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. And my guest today is Annabella Cardoso. And she's telling us how she first got interested in this. She had a friend who was in terrible grief. And that sort of got you interested in talking with, with people in the afterlife. Right, Annabella? In seeing whether you could yes, help that, ease that's her That's how grief. it started, yeah. That's the trigger, yeah. That was and, the trigger, yeah. And and she she was able to, to get her friend some messages, not... Just not his voice, though. Wasn't able to get her to hear his voice. But still, that's, I think, what many people, how many people get started on this. Because this is such a painful thing, especially losing a child. and Or just losing really any loved one can be very painful. And there's nothing better than being able to hear the voice or to get a message from, so that you know is from someone that you used to think was dead. Now, let's begin by talking about some of the terms. What's ITC? Instrumental transcommunication. What is that? How would you define it? Is it? Transcommunication meaning communication beyond, yes, trans, through instruments. It was a, a term coined by Professor Ernst Senkowski, a German physicist uh, at the University of Mainz. And, uh, well, it got uh, widely known as such, ITC. It's electronically uh, mediated. But, well, he called it instrumental transcommunication. So that's how it... And, and not only that, because before ITC, before Senkowski um, picked up this term, it was known as electronic voice phenomena. But that was more limited. And it was during the time of Konstantin Raudiva that the, the voices, the electronic voices... Uh, became known as EVP. But that was only voices recorded on tape that you could not hear while you were recording, but only when you did playback. While ITC embraces um, a wide range of, um, of communications like uh, direct radio voices, for instance, my own, uh, computer images, computer text, and these are the most important, yeah. And that's DRV. And I should just make it clear, 
Um, there, there, we've been receiving this stuff right till the since the seventies at least, um, and and it's indis- a, a computer not attached to the internet that suddenly is giving you images and all kinds of yeah. of of messages is pretty extraordinary. And that was one of the first ways that that this these this material began to come through. Very exciting. It was yes. That that was what happened in Luxembourg and Germany with um, respectively uh, the Hartwigsbach couple and Adolf Holmes in uh, in Germany and that's what happened with them really yeah the, the harsh fishbacks are legendary in this field yeah. they got some they of are. the best what what are are they still doing this work or or no, why have they stopped you see nobody knows about about that um they totally retired for, from the public scene. They were very um, criticized. They were very defamed, very unjustly, I must say. Totally, because right. Because I know real good people of a high intellectual and scientific level who attended their house and were present during their communication. So, But, well, you, you know, envy is everywhere, unfortunately. So they were very um, disgraced, very defamed, and at a certain point, they totally retired. And nobody really knows what they are doing. I mean, if they experiment or if they don't, if they get results, uh, I mean, currently, or if they don't, nobody really knows. It's my opinion that the problem is that they were a little ahead of their time. Um, were Absolutely. they were they working now? They would be celebrated worldwide. So I, I wish I wish they would come back out of the closet again. But tell us about Time That's Stream. True. Is it it's Rio de Tempo? Tell us about Time Stream. Well, Rio de Tempo, you see, is like the Portuguese. Uh, I don't like to use these uh, terms. They seem a little bit silly to me. But to to facilitate things, it's like the, the the Portuguese branch, let's put it this way, of Zeitstrom, which was translated into English as time stream. And Zeitstrom um, is the station in the next dimension that worked with the Harsh Fischbach. I see. And, and Adolf Holmes also, who an extremely important figure in ITC. So the Portuguese group is called Rio do Tempo, which means Rio is river and Tempo is is um, um, is time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and uh, the first time I heard this um, about this group, I had started to experiment, but um, had not yet received. Uh, uh, the direct radio voices, which are indeed very difficult to obtain. But somebody brought me from Luxembourg a tape. At the time, it was still a tape. And uh, there was a message there from somebody called Carlos de Almeida, who spoke in Portuguese and identified himself as as from the Portuguese group and called it Rio do Tempo. That was in Luxembourg. So I heard this, very, very interested, as you can imagine. And sometime, sometime afterwards, I can't remember how many months, 
I, I, I used from then on from this lady who came from Luxembourg and showed me this uh, recording. I started my own experiments, calling for Rio do Tempo, because I knew it existed. Yes. And one day I got a reply, a direct radio voice from the radio, exactly from Carlos de Almeida, who oh, had no, spoken in Luxembourg. Yes, that's wonderful. Um, I, I should it just was. say, I should say parenthetically that Portuguese has become a leading language in this field. I mean, we t we've talked about on this um, uh, on Seek Reality, we've talked about Brazil and the wonderful work Sonia Rinaldi is doing there. She's very much ahead on the in the Western Hemisphere, and and that's also Portuguese. Um, so they seem to be liking using Portuguese as for communication. So it's lucky that's where you are. <laughs> well, I suppose they use, they, uh, what I can say from my side is that, in my opinion, they use people who, who are in the disposition of, of, of working fully. Yes. So that is, a, that is an important condition. They, they can be, read you internally. They know who you are and they knew that you were yeah. someone they could trust and work with. Absolutely right. That, that is true. That's what they say, yeah. So you you worked with Carlos for a time, right? He gave you a lot of information? Carlos de Almeida, yes. yes he was my yes. main communicator for, for at the beginning for one year or so. Yes, indeed. Yes, he, he was wonderful because his voice was powerful, loud, <laughs> clear, uh, so, you know, I, I was here in my studio, um, and I have a big garden, and at the end, a 3,000 3, square meter garden. And when he was speaking, I had the windows open, and the voice could be heard at the, at the other side of the garden, you see. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So that, that was incredible, really, the, the, yes. the power of that voice. What did he tell you about himself? Anything? He, he told me, well, he really replied to my questions, but somebody from, from the same group said that um, he had died in jail, I suppose one of the first Republican revo revolutions in Portugal, and that he was somebody who was always very interested and working for the sake of... Uh, humanity and um and I, that's about it that i can remember really when did because he I die was... do you know when he died or about when he died no 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 i i really never asked that it seems strange but uh, because what i i never asked him that because really what i wanted to, the information about was that to start with i was not sure about this, the existence of this next world, as yes. we call it now. So, yes. uh, because I had nothing to do with this field, so it was a total surprise from, for me. So what I wanted to know was, were things about, about their lives and their world and their way of thinking. And so my questions were always on, that, uh, on, that, on those subjects. Not really about identification, and so just I asked, 
are you Carlos de Almeida? Yes, he said, yes, it's me. And one of the one of the one of the sessions when he spoke right at the beginning. So when from then on I would put my questions, which were kind of metaphysical, because that's what I was interested in. You see. Now, what what do they tell you? Reality is just briefly. Reality. Well, they tell me about their world, that uh, their main their world's main value is the truth the truth they tell me um so that the, that the, there is a, that all beings in the world get into the next uh, life including next plants dimension. yes including Sorry? plants including plants i thought including that was fascinating plants certainly minerals all and- life but but it's all somewhat conscious and alive is what they said, which to me is consistent with what I had been learning. But I find, I've not heard anybody else say it except for you when when you're telling us what they said. Even exactly. even minerals, everything is consciousness. So everything is it, conscious. Exactly. That's exactly what they said. Every being in the world possesses has. Um, Consciousness, yes. Isn't that astonishing? And um, but and then, no, go ahead. No, that's that's extremely interesting. I think, yeah. Yes, it is, and it's revolutionary. Um, I, this I speculated about this very early in my research, but as I said, I couldn't. You're the first other person I've ever found who says the same thing, and you say it so definitively. Your book is full of groundbreaking information that fits with what we already know, but I haven't, it's been a long time since I've read a book that had so much new information that was consistent with what we already know. I I just think your book is groundbreaking. Thank Um, you, Roberta. (laughs) Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But, you know, that information in that book, as you know, because you read it, it's not only mine, that information was conveyed to the Harschwischbach and to Adolf Holmes in Germany through hundreds, well, at least uh, around 300 computer texts, I mean, messages that would appear spontaneously written on his, um, on his computer, one of the primitive com- computers that was not connected to anything which did not exist at the time anyway. I'm sorry, we're going to have to take another break. When we come back, we're going to learn okay. more about what reality really is. Stick with us. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Ancient prophecies, legends, and current events indicate we're entering a high-frequency era supporting enlightenment. During expansive times, old rules fail, necessitating access to the ever-shifting currents of life for guidance. There's an ancient form of shamanism through which we can obtain the information we need. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School, with a great new provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow is an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes designed to guide and support you and your family during these times of transition. Embrace the magic. Empower your life. Study Galactic Shamanism at findyourpathhome.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
this is Roberta Grimes with Secret Reality. I'm speaking with Annabella Cardoso, who is one of the leading researchers in the world, branching now into what I think of as more my field. What is reality? How does it actually work? And her book is absolutely groundbreaking. <laughs> it's called um, Electronic Contact with the Dead, What Do the Voices Tell Us? And we're learning a little bit about that, but there really isn't time in, in just one program to give you much information. I'd like, though, to try to give you some highlights. Annabella, what do the communicators tell us about why it's so difficult to communicate between their reality and ours? You see, of course, two different dimensions. Two different dimensions, so if we can't even imagine what another dimension is at our present state of knowledge, uh, we can just uh, just think how difficult uh, how difficult it must be. They say there are several things. One of them, they must have permission. Permission yes. is one important uh, condition. I'm speak when I speak of communication. This is important. I'm speaking of the direct radio voices. Not of EVP voices, the ones that right. appear recorded, but of direct radio voices, the ones that will allow for a, a, a short dialogue. So the permission is necessary, one of the things. Secondly, permission to, to, to contact and permission to, to speak about certain issues. Right. And, and what's interesting is they, if they can't talk about it, they will tell you they can't talk about it. So who is giving this permission? Have they told you that? that no, I, no, nobody. They have not told me or anybody who gives that, that permission. But it is we, we might infer, I, I think, that it's higher beings of non-human yes. nature, non-human nature, because one of the higher beings was the technician. Well, the, the experimenters in Luxembourg, in Luxembourg called him the technician, and he said about himself, I was never uh, an animal, I was never a man, I am of a different nature. So, Isn't that fascinating? Yes, fascinating. It, it is. I, I myself recorded a voice with very similar characteristics to the typical voice of the technician that uh, Harshvishbach recorded several times because he was the one who directed these ex this extraordinary communications in Luxembourg. And I recorded it too once in my studio. But interestingly, you know, I was fascinated by this figure, the technician, because the things that the knowledge he conveyed to these experimenters yes long yes. before me, was so so extra, so groundbreaking, as you say. Um, I uh, was fascinated by this figure. So once I asked my communicators, I would so much like to speak with the technician. And they said, they replied something that surprised me so much. They said, but you have, you have spoken with him many times. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you, you see... But not not with the typical voice of the technician, which I know very well, because it was like a very fine, sharp, ro robotized voice. No, they told me, you have spoken with him many times, but that typical voice of the technician in Luxembourg, I only recorded once, 
you see. So it Listen, means that he has probably spoken with me with different kinds of voices, yes. because the voices are, are just uh, con constructed. And, and they said that, um, I mean, one of the things you say which is interesting to me is that their voices tend to be more mechanical. Now, we know that with direct voice mediums, where they make a voice box that's there in the air that's used by people out of bodies, that often those voices sound pretty accurate because they can customize the voice box. But I guess without that, they, they still use thoughts, though, to create the words, right? What have they told you about the process of speaking? They don't, because, of course, they don't have voice boxes. They don't have bodies. No, of course not. They say, and this was, again, the technician in Luxembourg, that they try to synthesize the, uh, vo synthesize. the voices are very obviously um, formed by the by the by the noise, by the noise, in this case, the existing noise, be it in the environment, yes. in, in the case of the EVP, or be it in the radio, the so-called white noise. Um, they are formed with this noise, constructed with this noise. So the, the technician said in, in Luxembourg, they try to synthesize similar voices to the ones of the same people while uh, alive here, but that it was very difficult. Sometimes they achieve it, others don't. For instance, I have voices similar to my father's voice. Some other voices, which identify as my father, are not similar. They are just neutral, you see? Yes. But there yeah. are a few which are, which are similar. I can, I can feel his intonation. Others are not, yeah? So That's this, fascinating. This, yes, yes, and difficult, very difficult. to to Because when Carlos de Almeida stopped speaking, and he told me, before he, before he stopped speaking, he told me one day, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to leave. That was the translated, that was the sentence. I'm ready to depart. And after he left, the voices totally changed because then oh. other voices came and then it was my family who started communicating with me, no longer Carlos de Almeida and the other very good voices of Rio do Tempo, but my family identifying themselves as my own family with names and surnames. And, and the quality of the voices was so much uh, less. And I, I asked them one day, but didn't, didn't Carlos de Almeida convey his, his learning to, to you? And, and they, to, they re replied something that makes a lot of sense. Yes, his knowledge and learning, yes, but not his experience. Uh-huh. Uh, well, so one thing I'd like you to do is to say, talk briefly about what they say about where they are now, these people who have been communicating. Where are they now? What's it like there? They say, they, they define it in a very simple and short sentence. We are in heaven. Everything is wonderful here. But they all, that's what they have told me many times. Not only me, other other like the Archbishop, uh, Dolph Holmes and others, the Marcello Bacci in Italy, uh, 
Um, but they say we are, they use this expression, we are in heaven. Let's, let's uh, thank, let, let's give thanks. We are very happy. Or they are very happy. Speaking about my, my dogs, for instance, I asked many times, they, they themselves have uh, spoken with me, giving their names and everything with human voices, yeah? Uh, Isn't that funny? Could could we just dwell on that for a second? Because I hear from people all the time who are desperate about the loss of their dogs. Your your dogs who had transitioned actually talked to you in a human voice. Exactly. They do. They they did and they do still today. Sometimes. I never know when that's going to happen, of course. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Um, So just... Just some reassurance, everyone. All our pets are there, and they're fine, and they're happy, and they are able yes, to communicate yes, with us. And, and this yes, and I had a dog who died a couple of years ago, and I had called him Rio. I had found him um, abandoned um, and starving uh, on a beach, brought him home, and um, and called him Rio. And he lived here some some 14 years. And he died recently, a couple of years ago. And, of course, I, I always get very, very sad because I I adore these dogs, really. I must say, yes. I have had so many dogs, and I still shelter abandoned dogs and so on, and I get so attached to them. But I asked a couple of weeks later, or one month or so, how is Rio? And the voice, very clear, loud voice said, Ryu is in heaven. He's happy. Uh, so th- this is wonderful. And my my dog Nisha, my Doberman dog, dog, she was one of my first dogs as of my own, not my family, but of my own. So Nisha spoke with me, a rather longish dialogue, and she said, "I am Nisha. I am Nisha." And I asked mommy, because she had puppies, and she was uh, from India. And I, well, she came to me when I lived in India uh, as a puppy. And I used to speak with her in English because of the, of the people, the staff that worked at my, at my house. So I said, mommy. And she said, yes. See, she said. So th- this was wonderful. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's very reassuring. I hope it is for people who have pets. But tell us, what has most surprised you about what you've learned from these people speaking to you this way? What surprised you most? What surprised me most was really um, for what I have in my this book, Electronic Contact with the Dead, the survival of all matter. Yeah. Yes. Not only yeah. not only not only biological, let alone plants. I think plants are su- superior beings, of course, but of all matter. That is, I have to say, what surprised me most. Yeah, I, I it surprises me too, and it surprises yeah. me to find confirmation because I, as I say, early on, I suppose that had to be true. But you're the first person I've ever heard who found evidence of it. 
And I think that's very, very exciting. We are only, one of the great things about this field is that you never stop learning. There's so much to learn. And that's what I love most about your book. You actually taught me some things I hadn't known before. Tell me what thrills you most about what, what you've learned. What excites you most? Well, everything excites me, really. The first one, the first was to, to get this reassurance about survival. Not so much for me, but for the ones I love. My, my greatly beloved dogs included, of course. And so this, this was wonderful. And I, I, I didn't expect it to happen. And I didn't know about it because this is not my field, you know, as you know right. very well. So, yes. so this, this, this was this was stunning, yes. And this first voice, which was Carlos de Almeida's, that suddenly started replying to me from the radio, directly from the radio, uh, had an had an effect on me that. Um, caused a real shock to me because I didn't believe this was possible, you see. Well, we come Especially back. to me. Yeah, wait, wait, Annabelle, we have to take another quick break, and when we come back, we're going to learn more about what she's doing now and how you can get in touch with her. This is very exciting to me, speaking with you, and we'll be back in a few minutes. This is just this is Roberta Grimes on Seek Reality. Stick with us. under ever-increasing pressure from untenable lifestyles and growing populations. Yet, viable answers seem in short supply. What if I told you there's an ancient form that can empower you to take charge of your life? What if your entire family could be enfolded and supported by life itself, finding safe passage through challenging times? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School with Great News, an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes based in an ancient form of shamanism easily learned and used by your entire family. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow are a series of online adult and children's lessons instructing your entire family on natural law, how to cooperate with and be supported by the powers of the universe. Visit findyourpathhome.com to find these unique and powerful classes. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. 
It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. truth. Historically, we viewed things as either being true or false. Now as we enter a more expansive era, we find the question is not, is it true, but rather, how true is it? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, host of the Science of Magic Radio, a syndicated, internationally broadcast radio program dedicated to uncovering this ever-expanding truth. Join me daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, as I interview today's leading experts from the fields of science and magic to uncover the hidden truth between the lines drawn in the sand. What we unearth in our discussions is not only amazing, but totally unprecedented. You won't want to miss a single episode. In service to our listeners, past episodes can always be found on our website with our compliments at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back to Seek Reality. We're, we're here with Annabella Cardoso, who is one of the preeminent figures in the field of afterlife communication. And I'm excited to be able to really tell you about her book, which is one of the best, frankly, I've ever read on the subject of what goes on after death, which you wouldn't expect from someone who is primarily interested in afterlife communication by electronics. But they've told her a lot of things, and the things they've told her fit with what? we learn from other sources. That's what's so extraordinary. But they take us just a little bit longer. To tell you the truth, Annabella, I, I, I have a friend who is uh, now a sixth-level being, and he confirms there all of this but takes us a bit farther. And I feel, talking to you, I feel as if I sort of am talking a bit to him as well. This is such wonderful confirmation that all of this is real. Now, How wonderful. Talk- really, what you are telling me, yeah. <laughs> T- talk I'm a little happy bit to about, know that. Yes. Well, no, it, it's all. It's I, I can confirm that it's it's real. I mean, I've been spending my life studying this. So, so yeah, talk you a said, little. So bit, you said, yeah. Talk a little bit about what you've learned and what you really take away that maybe it transforms your life in ways. What have you learned about how what who we really are, what reality is, all of that? 
Well, I, 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 one of my first conclusions is that appearances, including the physical body and other appearances, are, are really totally unimportant. The essence is the fundamental structure of 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 being. So we. The, the world we live in is a world of appearances, as we all know, and this is is totally f- false. They, yes, they it, say, is. it is. Yes, yes. They say uh, um, our 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 world is of the, of the soul, and it which has different values, something like this. And as I said, the truth is. Um, the main value of the of their world. I'm speaking of the world of my co- communicators because that is the one I have contact with. There are so many other worlds. They also tell tell me according to the level of consciousness of the beings, and be yes. it a plant, be it an animal, or be it a human animal, uh, according to the level of consciousness, so are the worlds, the future worlds in other dimensions. So there are many worlds. That's another thing, depending on the level, state of consciousness of the beings that uh, that that inhabit it, to put it this way. And, um, and uh, also they say, and this is in my communicator's world, that they work always together. It is the group soul, group soul, which is a, a group of all the beings, or, or really it's a group of uh, affinities. Um, it, it comprises all beings, known and unknown to you in this li- life, which share your interests, values, desires, and so on. And this is a fundamental piece in the next world, they tell me. You see, one day a voice that had identified as my father with name and surname, uh, I asked who is speaking, and he said, uh, it's João Cardoso. My father's name is João, uh, John, João Cardoso, very loudly and very clearly. Another voice immediately came, and scolded him, saying, you don't have to say that, only Ryu do Tempo. So he should not have said his name. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> only right. Ryu do Tempo, because it really it, it is a collective work, they say. And one day Carlos de Almeida said, it's your father speaking all together. Yes, I think that's a very important point. They really are much more united in love and in service there um, among, uh, in fact, in a sense, they're all one being. We are also all one being here. We just don't perceive it at all. We perceive separation, exactly. but there they, there they don't perceive separation in the same way. So it's very uplifting to, to, to hear from them these things, to hear from them that, that where we're going, there isn't division. This is all an illusion. It's part of the earth illusion only. Uh, and when we exactly. get there, we will be united too with all, with everyone. Exactly. And you see, they, they, because the, the, the thoughts, thoughts 
of all the beings in that world are transparent to each other. Yes, that's so important. Yes. Yes. There yeah. are no secrets. It's not possible to keep a secret. No, no secret. Everyone else so, is fine. Yes. It's like a it's like an internet. <laughs> Let's see. Yes. Feel it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. An internet of yeah. experience, thought of feeling. Absolutely right. But but you see everyone how beautiful this all is? I mean, here it's People could get very discouraged on Earth, but there's nothing to be discouraged about. We are all one being. We're having this strange, brief experience here so we can learn and grow spiritually. But then when we go home, we are all part of one being and very happy to be. One of the things your people, uh, your communicators said over and over again about was how wonderful it was, how happy they were. It's like nobody ever has a down day. It's amazing. Exactly. True. That's exactly so, what they say. But you were speaking and I was thinking that we should also, here in this world, be one being with our planet. Yes. Yeah, yeah well, well it, that's, that's how it is, actually. We just don't realize that. So, we so don't what, are you, what are you working on now? What is it you're, are, are you still doing this work? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm doing the, I, I'm, I'm always doing this work, yes. I, well, I'm now writing another book which is called Impressions and Reflections, my own, about uh, all this. And I've written a short manual, a simple one, a simple one. Things should be simple, really, of, um, of how to experiment electronically. Is that and available so for people? No, I, it's not yet published. I did not yet publish it. It's written and finished. But now, because this book was now launched, this one that you are so kindly talking about, Electronic Contact with the Dead. So, well, and I'm busy with other things, also the ITC Journal, my own com communications, and this other book, Impressions and Reflections, that I'm writing. So I didn't yet um, have the time to, to show it to an editor, not yet, but I will. Soon, wow. I suppose. Now, how can people reach you, and what is your website? My website is um, www.itcjournal.org. Okay. Itcjournal.org. Okay, that's great. Org. And, and, yeah. Can people reach you through your website if they want to ask you questions? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. There is. Oh, yes. There is a uh, an email address there. Yes, certainly. This is wonderful. Well, I'm so sorry we we've run out of time, um, Annabella. But I think we're going to want to do this again because you have so much more to tell us. Um, thank you for joining us, and please consider yourself hugged all the way to Spain. Thank you, so Roberta. The same to you and to. United States, where I spent what, some wonderful five years of my life, you know. <laughs> I really so enjoyed for... being there. And I toured the whole of the United Sta States by car. All the, I didn't go to the island, but uh, all the states I've been all over. And I Thank love you. them, especially um, the Grand so Canyon. For... Oh, I, I love it. The Thank Yellowstone you National that. Park, you know. Yes. I adore those parks of yours. Yeah, I really do. Thank anyway, you thank so you much. so much. And and we will talk again soon. 
And meanwhile, Thank everybody, you. You, know, <laughs> you know that you've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I'm so glad you could be with us today. We've had such a wonderful time. Please ne never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you really get what that means, it will change your life positively in every, every way. Next week, we'll be talking with Adelaide Wolf. She's a filmmaker, and she is rocking the afterlife research community's stayed little world because she's doing a documentary on the afterlife and its researchers, and she'll have her crew out in force at the upcoming Afterlife Research and Education Institute's 2017 Scottsdale Symposium. She's just a fascinating woman. She's an enrolled member of the Omaha tribe, a talent agent, a writer, a producer, and an independent an entertainment industry veteran. She has more than two decades of experience, and I'm very excited to talk with her and find out what got her interested in our field. This week, of course, we've been speaking with Portuguese career diplomat and instrumental transcommunication senior expert, Annabella Cardoso. I'm serious about this. Her new book is Electronic Contact with the Dead, What Do the Voices Tell Us?, I, I urge you to write this book. She's one of the very few people, after I've spent 50 years doing this, who actually has taught me some additional things about my own field from her book. It's terrific, and it has a wonderful uh, set of resources in the back. So if this is an area that you'd like to maybe think more about, this is her book is a great way to get started on the whole field of, of electronic communications, which is very exciting. Meanwhile, of course... As always, I very much appreciate the fact that you spend time with me every week. I look forward to our conversations. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week and our one shared reality, knowing that you, you in particular, are a powerful, eternal being and you are infinitely loved.